Can a narcissist ever love someone and be truly happy? That's what we're talking about today at queenbeing.com. Let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse in toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. So if that sounds good to you, hit that subscribe button and let's get going. So let's just get right to it. The question is, can a narcissist truly be happy and love another person in a relationship? Maybe you think that it's just you who can't be happy with that person. Maybe in your mind that person would be so much happier if like literally anybody else was in their lives. Well, that's a myth I'm here to dispel for you today. Narcissists usually start in childhood because they grow up either being overprivileged or being emotionally, physically, or otherwise abused and neglected. As a result, they tend to sort of develop this false self and they not only develop that false self for the world but also for themselves they can't even see beyond the false self in many cases those who do are usually the covert types and they might appear to be insecure but they're still incredibly controlling grandiose and otherwise narcissistic and again the biggest uniting quality with narcissists is the whole lack of empathy thing so keep that in mind. Their emotional growth tends to be stunted. Some people say around two, some people say three, four, five, and I've seen narcissists as mature as certain teenagers in some cases, emotionally speaking, but that's about it. A lot of psychologists say that the narcissist manifests the primary self in order to somehow appeal to their primary caregiver or the person whose attention they're trying to seek, and that becomes the self the narcissist needs to believe is true. But in order to hold that false self up, the narcissist needs people around him or her to hold up the mask for them. Does that make any sense? So they need people to praise them, to admire them, to adore them, to treat them like they're worthy and deserving. And these people sometimes feel sorry for them. I know a lot of empaths find themselves, okay, well, I'm attracted to this person, but obviously this person has issues. I want to try to help this person make their life better. In that process, what happens is we fall in love with them. They use that against us and things get really difficult. So those who were neglected kind of have that false self because they figured that maybe they'll be loved after all of that not being loved. If their father was a narcissist and their father wanted them to become a doctor, they might become a doctor because maybe daddy would love me now. Or if their mother was the narcissist and the mother was just never paying any attention to them, they might become a movie star or a dancer or something because maybe mommy will love me now. You know what I'm saying? Some way to get attention and respect and love from the parent or anyone else in their life who rejected and neglected them. On the flip side of that, the false self could be just, I'm such an awesome person because maybe they were overprivileged in certain ways, but also under emotionally fed, if that makes sense. We'll, we'll go into more of that in another video. Whatever the reason that the person is the narcissist, the false self must be held up. So if you tell the narcissist, oh my gosh, you're so gorgeous. Well, that's one little string holding up the false self. Or if you tell the narcissist, you're so smart, you're so this, you're so, whatever it is that they're trying to be so amazing about, if you give them that compliment, it gives them a little bit more to hold on to with the false self. But it's a precarious balance with narcissists. There is that part of him or her that knows the real self and isn't proud of it. And they try desperately to hide it and put it behind closed doors, behind the mask, so that no one else knows. Unfortunately for the supply, the person who's closest to the narcissist, they know. And the narcissist very often resents the supply for knowing their true self, which is horrible but true. And the interesting part of this is that the narcissist's false self is very often right next to their shame, right next to their self-rejection, and right next to the memory or current 
rejection that they're receiving from whoever it was that didn't give them the type of attention they felt they needed growing up. So the narcissist kind of becomes dominated by this fake self, this pretend false self. Now here's where the love part comes in. Truly loving someone means that you will put that person's needs ahead of your own, at least up to a point. That doesn't mean that you will put that person's needs ahead of your own to your detriment, but it might mean that you choose to not buy that new pair of jeans you love because someone else you love needs a pair of shoes or needs to go on a band trip or whatever. <laughs> My son goes on band trips. But narcissists, they don't love in that way. They never developed the ability to love that way. Yeah, they can kind of feel love on some level, like if you're loving them. They sense that, they kind of get it, but they get it in a way that like a little toddler would get it. So a toddler, up until about the age of two, is all about him or herself and that's normal and natural. They are supposed to be that way. They're supposed to be all about themselves. They are the center of their world. In fact, it's around them that some kids start to develop empathy. But for a narcissist, love is sort of damaged. It's sort of distorted and twisted. It's immature and it centers completely around what the narcissist needs in that relationship, nothing else. And like I've told you before, narcissists love you in the same way that we love our cell phones. So I got this cell phone I guess about a year, year and a half ago and I loved it so much because it had the sparkly case and it was so fast. Well I still like it, it's okay for me. But my husband got an S8 a little while ago, this is an S7 and now I'm a little bit jealous and I kind of want to get an S9. But not because I'm trying to outdo him, just because this is a cell phone and it would be more functional if I had certain other things involved. Now the sparkly case as you can see is falling apart. And it's just not quite as awesome as it once was. Well, in the same way that I'm growing tired of this cell phone, narcissists grow tired of actual people. They don't see you as a human in the same way as they see themselves. They see you on a whole different level as themselves. They see you as an extension of themselves or they see you as not quite a real person. So do they love you? Sure, maybe, but only in the sense of usefulness. They love you for what you can do for them, not for who you are as a person. I talked about this in a video the other day, but if you're not sure that that's true, just test the theory. Ask any narcissist in your life, what do you love about me? and see what they tell you. Do they tell you I love that you're smart and, and or attractive and or whatever, whatever things about you? Or do they tell you I love that you take care of our house, I love that you take care of this, I like when you rub my back, da 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 da. That's usually the type of answer you will get from any narcissist. But what about being happy in the long run in a relationship with a narcissist? Is that even possible? Well, the narcissist is all about getting his or her needs met. And they are not only okay with manipulating other people to get to make that happen, but they will actually take delight in manipulating other people to make that happen. Obviously then when it comes to obtaining real happiness, real love, this is kind of a problem. It's a real shh show. It's kind of like if someone says, I want to fall in love and so they start kind of, you know, sleeping with everybody they meet because maybe they'll fall in love with one of those people. What's interesting is that most narcissists are, are kind of despised, kind of disliked, kind of even hated in some cases by the people who are closest to them in their lives. And that is to speak volumes to you, right? Because strangers might think you're cool, strangers might be okay with you or like things about you, but narcissists are in this situation where they literally are often disliked or even hated by people who are the closest to them, or at least by people who know them really well. And that's partially because they cannot give or even receive actual grown-up love. 
They're all about themselves. They're living for themselves. If you fell off the planet tomorrow, your narcissist would drop another person in your place quickly because it's not about you. It's never been about you. It's not your fault. It's about the narcissist meeting their own selfish needs in every situation. Bottom line, none of this leads to happiness. Can you be happy with a narcissist? Only if you can be happy next to the narcissist without actually expecting the narcissist to participate in your happiness. Does that make sense? This brings me to the question of the day. And the question of the day is, do you think a narcissist can be happy in love? Have you ever thought about this before? Have you ever experienced actual love that was outside of the love bombing phase with a narcissist. Either way, share your thoughts, share your ideas, share your experiences in the comment section below and let's talk about it. Now listen, I'm gonna leave some videos for you in the cards above and right here and right here. So make sure you take a look at those and before you go, don't forget to hit that subscribe button right there so we can continue on this journey of healing together. That's all I've got for you right now. As always, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life and hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon.